So believe it or not, I was once a small child, not just a small adult. And as the story goes, I'm on the phone with my biological dad and he tells me that he's going job hunting and I just start erupting into tears. It takes them a while to get me to calm down. And then they realize that I thought that my dad was gonna like kill or shoot his job. And I was worried that he was gonna go to jail. Uh, and I know, like obviously now that doesn't make any sense, right? But as a kid, apparently I was very, very worried about that. And so this week, instead of getting after the parents, we're going to open up with just some of the funny things that our kids do uh, and say in those moments where we can't help but smile uh, or just realize that they are our they are our kid. And we're going to open up with a few that I found as educators. My husband and I encourage our son, Kenny, to always try to do his best. One afternoon, his dad, his godmother, and I took him to view the Henry Matisse paper cutouts exhibit. Kenny was five years old at the time and looked a little bit fuddled by the artwork. He mused for a bit and then, with his hands clasped behind his back, remarked, Well, he tried his best. I will say, not that I don't get art. Uh, there's some things I sit and I'm like, wow, that is genuinely beautiful. But there are some things that I'm like, I maybe I just don't get it. And it could have been done by a kid. Now, I'm assuming at the highest levels of art, apparently not, right? Apparently, these are artists with meanings of things that I just don't understand. And I get that. But my man Kenny is not too far off with that statement. Just saying. Next up, we have, after moving to the country, my three-year-old daughter and I were often alone in our house. Because we lived in a rural area with no close neighbors, I wanted to make sure my daughter would be able to call 911 in the event that something happened to me. After instructing her, I decided to test her. Okay, what would you do if you found me on the floor and you couldn't wake me up? I could see in her little brain working. To my surprise, she finally said, I would go into the kitchen and eat anything I want. Yeah. So that just tells me your kid, like they need one, they need some more sugar. Two, you might want to start, you might want to have another just in the event that she wants to put you in the nursing home early. Your well-being hadn't, wasn't even on her mind at all. She said, get in my belly. <laughs> oh, the third one. Oh, I was outside pruning my roses when I heard a loud thump and a cry. I ran to my four-year-old son, Alex, at the bottom of the stairs in the garage. I found out that he had jumped from the top of the stairs, trying to fly like Peter Pan. After a long talk about reality versus make-believe, I walked away feeling I had gotten my point across. That was until I heard my son whisper, must have not had enough pixie dust. <laughs> Yo, so kids really have no thought process as to pain. Apparently, I used to do this as well. Like, I'd be on the top step and just jump into my mom's arms. Like, didn't care. Just was like, oh, she'll catch me. Of course she will. She's my mom. And my man, he just needs a little pixie dust. Where's Tinkerbell when you need her? Come on, Tink. Poor little Tink Tink. But we're going to get into the podcast now, if that's okay. Hopefully, you got a chuckle at the very least. But welcome to the Wake Up Warrior podcast. I'm still your guy, Joe. And the Wake Up Warrior podcast is a place where hopefully parents can learn, grow, maybe think a little bit differently, all those type of things. If you're listening on YouTube, 
do me a favor, hit the like button and subscribe because you're going to want more of this. You don't know that yet, or you already are subscribed and know you do, but hit the subscribe button. It does help. And I do appreciate seeing the subscribers grow over the last couple of weeks. Last episode uh, actually crushed. Um, so really excited about that. Thank you. If you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, please follow that spot, but also leave a review. Five stars is best. If you're like, I've never heard your podcast. I'm not giving you five stars. Do me a favor. Wait till the end of the episode. Okay. Because by then, hopefully you do feel like it was five stars. And if it wasn't, you know what, whatever you do, just say it. Well, just do it moxie. Do it. If you want to give me one star, give me one star, but then I need you to say it. Like say why it was a one star. And that's perfectly okay. Maybe you don't like my face. It's okay if you don't have good taste. Do that right. We can make this the Dr. Seuss podcast. Anyway, also, you will hear this ding every once in a while. And when you do those listening, that just means I put something on the screen that either was a correction or something I wanted you to see. So if you feel that was an important moment of the podcast, make sure you go to the YouTube version because you'll be able to see it there. And with all that being said, we're going to hop in, hop, it's not Easter yet, but anyway, we're going to hop into today's tough topic. <clears throat> this one, I mean, honestly, it's not really that tough. It just needs to be understood. Today's tough topic is stop celebrating the start. What do you mean, Joe? Well, like, oh my God, yay, I got into college. Great. Oh my goodness. I started my fitness journey. Okay. Oh my God. I'm now a business owner. Cool. And now don't get me wrong. I uh, actually appreciate and because I've been in those three things specifically, really do understand that those are pivotal moments. The start isn't what we're after anymore. We want, we want to celebrate the success. Celebrate all your, your A's or the knowledge that you've obtained while in school. Celebrate the 15 pounds that you lost or the I haven't been this consistent, right? I'm 40 days in a row. Celebrate that. Celebrate I've learned how to sell, market, close business for my business. I can live off of my business for my business because that's my business. No, like I, I do understand the start is important, but let's not celebrate the start. Let's celebrate the success of the thing because a lot of us aren't being honest about the fact that we love the little, we, we actually get a lot of juice from that, from the love that we get for the start. And that fades. Be, you don't have to be quiet about your thing, especially if it's a business. Talk about the things that are, that you do and you provide the services or the, the, I guess the, consumer products, whatever you're, talk about those things, but let's remove the juice that we get from the start of it. Build something, have something, have a success to talk about and then launch it. Anyone can start. Celebrate the success. Okay. This just got awkward. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to move on to the helpful thing. So the next three, I know we used to talk about a helpful thing and a wellness tip, and we also talk about the win of the week. Honestly, they're all kind of not integrated, but they. this is a wellness podcast, right? We want to think 
grow, all of those things, right? That, so they're all kind of going to be tied, but there are a couple things I definitely thought would I wanted to point out to you guys this week. So the helpful hint, right? Uh, we've talked about the Yeti. We talked about the Fabletic shorts. This week, a little bit different, not necessarily a specific product, but something that I am using, tea. Now, a lot of you just checked out, and I do understand it because although the Brits love their tea, tea's not as fascinating as all the things that the people in uh, in England put in it. Um, but I will say what I have learned is because I really try and manage the caffeine that I'm having, right? Because caffeine has some great benefits, right? It helps you uh, get a little more energy. It helps reduce fatigue, especially in short bouts. But also on the back end, if you don't take it because of the tolerance that develops, you also are a little bit more tired if you're not drinking as much coffee, right? So there's this level of like you have to drink enough to maintain what you're already getting if you're continuously drinking coffee. You will notice that if you've been drinking a cup of coffee for a while to actually get a little bit of energy from it or see some quote unquote benefits from it, you typically have to have that second cup. And then once you get hooked on that, then it, you know, three, four cups a day, it is nuts. And then when you come off those or when you don't have a day with it, you typically have, are irritable, you're going to have headaches, um, and just the, all the withdrawals and fatigue that comes from it. Also, uh, long-term coffee use is linked to, is reducing, or I'm sorry, is increasing osteoporosis, which is the breakdown of your bones. So we want strong bones. So my goal is typically if I get it, what I consider enough rest, if I pass the hours of sleep that I want, that I try not to drink coffee. All that being said, I have found that tea is really great on those days because part of it's the experience. I sit down, I'm reading my Kindle and I'm having a cup of coffee. And it's honestly like a moment throughout the day that's really great. So I've seen tea uh, be a really great replacement for me when it comes to uh, coffee. So if you're trying to reduce it, what I would say is honestly, one to two ounces uh, a day, reduce it. Don't just go cold, cold turkey and then use it on an as need basis. And then I've seen tea work as a decent supplement. Um, the wellness tip for this week is the 12K a day method. Uh, if anyone knows me, most of my people walk. Uh, that's probably one of the, if not the first thing that we increase. And I know that there's someone listening to this podcast right now who runs and I still make them walk because I, I've seen time and time again with the people in my crew, right? Dealing with a lot of moms, especially when we hit that 12K a day mark, we also see a correlation with one pound lost per week. Now, obviously, things like water and things like food are in consideration. But when all of those things are even, high correlation between 12K a day and one pound a week. Just throwing it out there. Right now, I am personally on like a 45-day split of 12K a day. And we're down a pound a week, which was really, really difficult for me uh, for a long, long time. Um, and then the win of the week, I'm going to read this bad boy because I really appreciated one of the people checking in. So this is a mom of two boys who mom's by herself. And uh, one of the things that my crew does and does pretty consistently is 
we integrate fitness into our lives. And there was a light bulb that went off. And I want to share this win. Uh, shout out to you. You know who you are because it is your text word for word. And then we'll talk about it briefly. I'm two different people with the boys and with myself, but I've been trying to blend the two more and it's feeling good. For example, acquiescing easily to their fun things, painting rocks and playing at the playground, and feeling like there's no time to enjoy my fun things. I think starting with your idea of rotating my evening time, run, then play every other, turned into them realizing my fun things are fun for them too. Running to the gym and rollerblading, it's so simple, but really is making every single day a building day with them that's truly priceless, Joe. Thank you is an understatement. So to give you a quick recap, this was someone who didn't have time to work out. And so what I suggested is, well, like your kids can work out with you even if they don't know it. So they want to ride their bike, you run. Or like she said, like we can go to the playground. And so this is one of those things where people don't realize that fitness is just movement. And um Going to your to going to the playground with your kids is working out if you don't sit down and sit on your phone and talk to your buddies, if you enjoy the fun with them. Right? And so what she has done is, hey, one day you're gonna come do a fun thing with me, and then I'm gonna do a fun thing with you. And it has increased not only her fitness, because she is also she's not even at 12k a day, but she is down one pound a week since we started. Um but she's also seeing what she wants to uh, results-wise while also integrating it with her life. While also, and I think this is the added benefit of all added, added benefits, showing her sons that fitness is important without having to tell them or it being in a strip. We're just having fun. And she sends me these great videos of her, uh, you know, talking with the kids and the funny things that they say while she's running, walking, and they're scootering or riding the bike. Just a great way to hack family, fitness, and fun. Uh, love that. Thank you for sharing that. You are the win or the winner of the week because you get it. You understand. You see it. And when those things start to click and you can start to integrate, right, it should not be another chore. Who needs that? So I really appreciated you sending that in uh, you are the winner of the week. If you want to figure out your way, like we did with her, my calendar is here in the comments. Please sign up for a one-on-one -on -one meeting. We'll talk about what are some options for you. And whether you sign up for me with me or not, we can definitely get you on the right track to figuring out how to integrate a little bit more than you currently are. Now we're going to head into the morning minute. The last thing before we get out of here and you get on with your week. Uh, this one is called the overdue call. Hmm. So my little one is about a year old and I am sitting uh, in the living room listening to Drake because Drake brings out all the feelings always, doesn't he? And Drake is essentially talking about how he called up his pops and they hashed it out. And essentially on the other side of this tough conversation, they realized that they weren't really too far apart. And uh, I don't know if you guys know, I think I've mentioned it. If you listen pretty regularly, you're you probably have a hint. I don't really have a great relationship. And by great, I mean, really no relationship with my biological father. Um, early on, he was around. Uh, and I, I honestly thought the world of him. 
uh, because I was stupid, to be perfectly honest. But I thought the world of him. And um, then around like eight, he disappeared, essentially. Uh, poked in every now and then, but not really. Never, never really felt that there was a uh, desire on his end to create a relationship, even though I've tried a couple times. And but listening to this, I was like, you know what? I'm a dad now. And I'm thinking that something drastic could have happened because I can't imagine being away from my now daughter. But a lot of negative self-talk and negative self-worth came from me. And hopefully that wasn't your experience, but if it is, completely understand. So anyway, I called this guy. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe I, you know, it, I, I got the call and I, I was so surprised. And I was like, that's cool, man, no biggie. He had known about Ava because I am still really close with some of the family on that side. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, I got a daughter now. I can't imagine being away from her on my own, right? Like intentionally being away from her. I can't imagine what she would do to push me away to the point where I wouldn't try and reach out. Like we're talking about like restraining order level being in her life. Like she would have to get a restraining order for some reason, right? Like, so break it down to me. Why weren't you around? And he sat thought for a few seconds and said, well, you never, you never called me. He could have said, oh, I was, I was a drug addict. I was an alcoholic. I was X, Y, and Z. And I was ashamed of those things. And that's why I wasn't in your life. I was like, he could have said anything. He could have said, I honestly didn't think I could be a good dad, man. Like he could have said so many things. He said the eight year old didn't call him. And immediately I realized nothing I could have done. Nothing that I did kept this man away. Something on his end didn't click. Whether it wasn't being, like, I didn't even need to know, honestly. It was just like, oh, like, that's a you thing. Not a me thing. And today, the rest of the week, what I wanted to help with is what is the conversation? What is the question? What is the situation that has gone long overdue? I wanted that man's love, attention, respect for 27 years. And I, I, I promise you, not everything, not all the residual damage from that went in that moment, but a, I mean, easily a more than 50% of what I was still carrying was gone instantly by having that conversation. What is the thing that you're afraid of? What is the overdue conversation, the overdue question that you have not asked that if you just allow yourself to get whatever answer, but realizing that knowing is better than not knowing because then you are not creating a story, but have the story. Do your best. I would love if someone reaches out, podcast at gmail.com after actually asking this overdue question or this overdue situation because life changes when you are okay with the truth. And that's why, honestly, 
I had waited so long. I was afraid of the truth. Be okay with any response and move forward with the information as opposed to the story that you've created. Hope that helps. Please, if you dare go down that way, please send it to me. Take care and be well. Please share this episode. If you got any benefit from it at any point, share it to your IG, share it with someone specifically, share it, continue to grow the community because we are, I mean, just absolutely, like I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've already done and please continue to do it. Be well.